Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Today's episode is an introduction to mindfulness, including a few techniques to help practice mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is very popular right now, as well as it should be. It's an evidence-based practice shown to help reduce pain, including chronic pain, as well as emotional pain, which includes helping with depression, anxiety. It helps to improve relationships. It helps those who get fixated on the past or the future and can't stop thinking about it to get more focused on the present. It helps with memory, focus, mental processing speed. It's been shown to help people handle stress as well as stressful situations and the ability to handle and manage emotions. It helps you to accept things as they are in a non-judgmental fashion. It helps you to become more aware of and therefore better to understand areas of your life that you might be out of touch with. And the list goes on. So what is mindfulness? Well, mindfulness is the short term for mindfulness meditation practice. Now, this isn't to be confused with meditation uh, practices, which we may go over in a future episode. But mindfulness is being fully aware of what's happening moment by moment. It's a state of non-judgmental awareness of what's happening in that present moment, uh, including the awareness of our thoughts, feelings, and senses. So the goal of mindfulness isn't to clear our thoughts or stop thinking. It's simply to make ourselves aware of what we're thinking, and then to not judge them, just accept what is going on. So whether it's we're angry, whether we're in pain, or whether we're jealous, whatever is happening with our thoughts at that moment, we are just going to see them, look at them, identify them, and just be non-judgmental about whatever is happening in our lives at that second. And, and I mean at that second. Now, there are a lot of exercises, workshops, worksheets, and so forth to help people practice mindfulness. But that's what you're doing is you're practicing because mindfulness really is more of a state where some of the other things that we learn are things just to help us relax or something like that. But mindfulness is trying to help us become into a state of mindfulness, um, something that we can just kind of implement at any given time. So today I'll go over a few mindfulness exercises with you that you can practice. And just based on those exercises, you can probably take a spin off those and be able to do several on your own. But it's very easy to just uh, do an internet search on like mindfulness worksheets, for example, and you'll be able to see just dozens and be able to practice several more. Some people will put them into their daily routine uh, if you have like a list of things to do. And you'll find that as you practice more and you just become more mindful that those benefits that we talked about earlier will start to uh, become more real in your life. So let's go over some mindfulness exercises and let's start with some that you can do pretty much anywhere since they involve your senses and just becoming aware 
of what is around you. First, let's start with your body. So we'll do a body scan. Now, this is different than progressive muscle relaxation, where we're actually doing things with our muscles to try to help uh, relieve tension. With a body scan and with mindfulness, remember, we're just trying to become aware and non-judgmental of what's happening with our body. We're going to start with our feet and move slowly towards our head. And we're going to notice the physical sensations that are happening with our body, uh, whether it's warm or cold, whether we feel pressure, whether we feel pain, uh, whatever we feel is going to be neutral feeling. So whether it's pain, it's not good or bad, it's just pain. Whether it's uh, cold or hot, it's still just cold or hot. We don't, we don't assign a judgment to that. It just is, and we want to become aware, and we just want to become present in what's happening. So what I would recommend is to pause this after I explain what we're going to do, and just take however long you want to take to do this exercise. So again, you'll start with your feet, and just slowly move up to your head, and then go back down to your feet, uh, all the while noticing do you feel a breeze across your feet do you notice pressure do you notice pain do you notice a tingling sensation you know just just recognize everything that's happening all the different little sensations that's going on and with your body and again do that with your your legs your knees your thighs uh, you know all the way your stomach chest neck head and again all the way back down to your feet so again i just pause the podcast for a moment, uh, whether it's for two minutes or five minutes or however long that you want to take for this exercise, then come back to the podcast and we'll do the next exercise. Now, if you just did this exercise, did you find yourself more focused at the end? Did you find yourself more present? Or during the exercise, did you find your mind wandering quite a bit? And did you judge yourself for that? Did you get mad at yourself saying, hey, no, I've got to do this exercise. I can't think about other things. Uh, and if you did that, forgive yourself. It's okay. Because even that, we don't want to judge yourself on. And even if you notice you're doing that during the exercise, just recognize that, oh, I'm having different thoughts. And you just notice a thought, and then you let it pass. So, because uh, again, we're just being aware of everything that's happening, and we're not judging ourselves for anything that happens, even during the exercises. If you had our time focusing on that, you might like the second one a little better. It's a visual exercise. Uh, this one, you just pick anything that you can focus on. It might be a painting. Uh, it could be a tree outside. It could be a bird. Uh, it could be the ceiling or a wall. Um, and yes, uh, even walls work. Um, and just to show you how that can work, I'm going to choose the wall uh, instead of the more obvious painting or birds that you can, you know, focus on. Because with a bird, you can say feathers, and you can wonder what it's doing, and so forth. Uh, but let me show you how the wall, I'll just use the wall in front of me, uh, instead of the art that I see in front of it. Um, so with the, with the wall, for example, I can really focus on it, and, and I can notice the texture that's in the wall. I can notice the color and wonder what kind of color that is. I'm a little bit colorblind, but I can see some color. Uh, but I'm not exactly sure what color that is. And then I can wonder how, what kind of colors do they have to mix to come up with that color? Uh, the textures that I see, uh, what do they resemble? What kind of 
uh, you know, are there, are there anything that I, is there anything that I can see within those textures? You know, is it kind of like one of those uh, ink block paintings where I can kind of visualize, you know, you know, a little canyon or something that I want to visualize in it? Uh, or, you know, is it something that I stare at long enough? Can it come out like a 3D painting at myself? Uh, do I notice all the little holes where we tried to uh, hang things on it before? Because uh, I noticed there's, you know, three or four holes that I can see. I can see a line where we must have tried to put wallpaper. Now I could go on and I could wonder, you know, where did the paint come from? I could wonder how long it's been here or I could start identifying some of the shapes. And I so I could spend a few minutes doing this or however long that I need to uh, just to give you an example. Um, so the important thing is that you just take one thing and you really dissect it and you really, like I said, just try to be in the present and just be aware of every little, little tiny details of what's happening. So you can see that like in a painting, for example, how you could really spend a lot of time doing that or a tree or like I said, a bird or a squirrel and you could wonder what, how it's going about its day or so forth. Uh, and how that could be really effective to helping you to stay in the present and practice mindfulness. Now, this type of exercise can be used with pretty much any of your senses. You can close your eyes and see, you know, how many things you can identify with sound. You can also engage multiple senses by just picking up an object or uh, looking at an object and try to feel it, and that way you're engaging your sense of touch as well as visual and if it has its, if you can smell it then also your your sense of smell the important thing in all of these exercises is just to be aware of your senses and your thoughts and your feelings as they happen and to just simply accept them in a non-judgment okay one more exercise you can do anywhere and then we'll do a couple that uh you actually have to do some action on so the last one that you can do anywhere is just a breathing exercise. Uh, so unlike the breathing exercises in episode one, where you do counting, this one you're simply going to breathe. The goal here is to simply be aware of all the sensations and thoughts that you are feeling and thinking while you're breathing. So do you feel your chest rise? Do you feel your stomach rise? Do you, uh, is your nose stuffy? Uh, do you feel any pain in your chest, uh, in your sides? Uh, and again, uh, if you feel pain, it's just, oh, it's simply pain. Uh, did you have your thoughts in, in, intrude while you're thinking, while you're trying to focus on these things? Again, if you did, just notice them, I thought, uh, and then let it pass by. But again, don't judge yourself that you had a, a thought that came in. It just was there, and you just noticed it, and then it passed on. But like the body scan, we just want to take our time and just notice every detail that you can of while you're breathing what are all the sensations you're feeling so again i'd recommend uh, pausing the podcast and then taking a minute or two or three and experimenting with that as many people find breathing exercises particularly relaxing and grounding now let's move to a couple exercises that require just a little bit of work um the first one requires just an item of food that you can eat uh, raw and maybe something to cut it open with. So, for example, this could be an orange, carrot, uh, celery, peanut, uh, just anything you can eat raw. 
So again, pause the podcast while you go in and get those items and come on back and we will do this exercise. Okay, so hopefully you've got those items. If not, you can just listen along and do this later. But this is called mindful eating. So take the food item and first let's just look at it and observe the color. What's What color is that? And what's the texture? Can you feel that texture? What is that texture like? What does it remind you of? And can, can you rub your hand along that? And uh, what is it? What would you describe that to somebody else? What what does it remind you of, of, of? So if you had to describe that to somebody else, how would you describe that? And what about smell? Does your food item have a strong smell? Is it a weak smell? I wonder if there was anything that influenced the smell, the way it was stored, the way it was packaged, the way it came to you. How did this food item get to you? And what is the purpose of this food item that is in front of you? What can it do for you? Now, let's try to cut it open if you can, or break it open, or uh, whatever works. And what does it look like inside? What's the texture like inside? And again, does the smell inside smell different than the outside? And let's try a taste of it now. What does it taste like? How does it make your taste buds feel? Is it acidic? Is it sweet? Is it bitter? Is it salty? Now you can come up with your own questions and do this with any type of food at any time that you want. Because remember, all these exercises is really just trying to help us get into a mindful state uh, and help us to just be more mindful in our daily approach to life. Because remember, you might feel some immediate emotional or physical relief from pain, but really it's those long-term benefits we discussed at the beginning of the podcast that we're trying to strive for, and that's why we're doing as much practice as we can with mindfulness, uh, hopefully every day, and hopefully multiple times a day. So let's go over one more that I rather enjoy, called a mindful walk. So it does involve walking or the equivalent, or if someone can push you, that's fine as well. And preferably, this would take place outside, but it can happen inside as well. So with a mindful walk, you get to engage lots of senses. Because as you walk, you can feel the pressure on your feet, and you can notice how does that feel. And you can feel the pressure and the tenseness in your calves, or you can, if you're using your arms, uh, then you can feel the tenseness in your arms as you push or as you walk. You can focus on your breathing. Uh, is it come shallow? Is it deep? Uh, is it hard? Uh, you can listen. How many things can you identify as you walk? Uh, can you identify five things? Can you identify four things? Uh, or don't even count a number. Maybe pause your walk and just take a moment to listen to everything that's around you. Again, as you're walking, how do your knees feel? How do your toes feel? Do you feel a slight breeze? If this is all starting to sound familiar and it's starting to sound repetitive to what we've done, then good, you're getting it. You're starting to understand the questions you should be asking yourself. And you can probably take over the walk from here and just start asking and identifying and being aware of everything that's happening around you, using all your senses, whether it's sight, whether it's smell, whether it's the sense of touch, or simply the thoughts and feelings that come into your mind. So we'll wrap it up there. 
If it seems like I went very fast, you are correct. When you do mindfulness, you will want to remember to go slowly. Today was simply an introduction into mindfulness and trying to teach you how to do mindfulness rather than practicing it. Uh, again, remember, you'll want to pause it if you want to practice some of the exercises we went here, went over here. And uh, if you really need step-by-step instructions, if you're having a hard time coming up with those questions, remember you can either write down some of the things that I said here or write down your own questions before you do an exercise. That way you don't have to think about it. Or, again, you can do an internet search and just write, type in mindfulness exercises and there will literally be dozens if not hundreds of exercises that come up in a just do like an image search and that should help you if you're just intrigued and want some more mindfulness exercises or want that help of some step-by-step instructions one last tip for mindfulness before we go Uh, it's not an exercise but if you find yourself on autopilot a lot for example if you're driving your car and then a mile away you're like oh wait how did i get here or if you're vacuuming or doing some other chores and then you don't even know how you got finished uh that's usually because you're preoccupied with uh what's happened in something in the past or something you're too busy thinking about something in the future well mindfulness is a great way to get yourself thinking about the present so that's where you think about okay if you're vacuuming that's where you can use all those mindfulness techniques that we just talked about to really focus on vacuuming or dishwashing or driving so you can really be in the present in those moments. Or same thing if you're a multitasker. Instead of doing two or three things at once, try just focusing on one task at a time and being mindful in that task. And that will also help you practice your mindfulness. In summary, mindfulness takes time and practice to develop. Mindfulness is being aware of your thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations as they happen and doing so in a non-judgmental manner. Improving our mindfulness helps us reduce our symptoms of pain, depression, anxiety. It helps improve our memory, focus, mental processing speed, and helps with our relationships as well as some of those other benefits we mentioned at the beginning. So even though it takes time and practice, it'll likely be worth it for you in the end. So hang in there and good luck. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for Chronic, Physical, and or Mental Health Issues, Helpful Hints and Bandages. Please complete the survey attached to the podcast so that I know which topics are most helpful to you. I'm going to keep the survey up for a while. So some topics may have already been given when you go to complete the survey. If so, don't let that dissuade you. I would still love to have your input. This is currently at least a monthly podcast, but depending on my health, demand, or urgency of topic, episodes could come sooner. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sibley.